What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Unsolved Mayhem. everybody to the newest episode of unsolved mayhem welcome to the new listeners before we get started on today's episode a little bit of business we have another show you're listening to this on speaking of murders currently um but we also have another show speaking of missing persons make sure you're going and checking that out we also have a patreon where we're putting out bonus episodes every other saturday don't miss out on that they're awesome and we also have socials where we're putting out pictures. The Patreon and the socials are all linked in the show notes and episode notes. Today, Shauna's going to tell our story. What are we talking about today? I know that it's unsolved, obviously, but, I mean, murder, robbery, maybe a robbery? I mean, technically, you could say so. I don't know. I mean, it's a form of robbery. Not a bank robbery, though. Not a bank robbery, dude. I it's been, a former robbery. I've been though. looking for an unsolved bank robbery for you. I feel like mm, it's going to be difficult. We're going to have to do a Patreon episode of an actual bank robbery. I can't. Okay I can't really find anything unsolved. Most okay. of them have been solved. Well, if we're doing a Patreon bank robbery, I have a case recommend. Uh, request that's cool as long as i can do bonnie and clyde at some point i think it's dudes on motorcycles Hmm. oh yeah (laughs) i almost forgot about that case (laughs) no that wasn't it i was gonna request i was going to request the crossbow killer oh Oh, yeah you keep keep bringing that guy up yeah man that's a good one but yeah uh there is a case from i think it's england or scotland about a jewel store robbery in a mall by guys on motorcycles who have never been caught. I'll look into it. Okay. Back to this unsolved. We're in New York. I'm just putting you in a location. We're in New York. I don't know exactly where, but that's where. Okay. So we're going to talk about a couple named Alice and William Parson. The pair got married in 1925, and they lived in clearly New York together. Where is Uh, that? Somewhere near New York City, New York? It never says. They just, it's just New York. That's a weird town name. Clearly New York? Yeah. Well, clearly it's New York. Clearly it's clearly New York? Yeah. Yes. Okay, legitimately though, is the town name clearly? No. Oh. (laughs) Alice was described as a sheltered heiress, and William was described as a spoiled, uh, Dilettante. Dilettante? Yes, that. Alice's family, after they had gotten married, had bought them a house in Stony Brook. I don't know if that is the town name or if that's like a community. Again, it never specified. Probably a community. All Alice wanted was to start a family, have children, like be a homemaker and all of that stuff. But William wanted to build a career as a farmer. Okay. 
That's a weird career choice for someone who's described as being spoiled. Um, I feel like it was very lucrative in this time period to do that. Like he just, it sounded like he just wanted money. Oh, they right. were on Long Island. There you go. That makes sense because later on. But there you go. We're in Long Island, New York. Okay. It wasn't a happy home or marriage or situation in general because sometime in their marriage, Alice learned that she couldn't have children. That's unfortunate. So she became like super depressed and all of that stuff. That was like her only want in life. William's success was very modest, so he he didn't really make, like, a ton of money doing what he did, but enough. I mean, I wouldn't think it would matter all that much if she's an heiress. Yeah, but that was her money. And they're married. (laughs) No, like, prenup kind of thing. Like, that was her stuff, and his stuff was his stuff, like... Gotcha. Okay. Um, it didn't help... That adding to the family problems was a bossy housekeeper named Anna and her five-year-old son, Roy, who moved in in 1931. Fired. She should have been. Like, dude, if I'm employing you, you're not getting bossy with me. Oh, she should have been fired. That's not how this shit works. Anna had fled from Russia after the revolution. She had many lovers along the way. Depending on who she talked to, she went from married, divorced, to widowed. So that tells you that Anna is a storyteller. What always stayed the same in her stories, though, was that she had survival skills and could dominate others. Okay. On the morning of June 9th, 1937, so Anna had been living with them for six years at this point, Alice and Anna were tending to the livestock. Roy was riding his bike to school, and William was in the city for a business meeting. For the household, it started off pretty freaking normal. That would change when Alice wasn't at the Huntington train station to pick up William. I guess that was like their thing, like she would drive him to the train station and then she'd just be there when he got back. So when William got home, after getting a cab, he reported her missing to the police. The help. No, Alice is his wife. Oh, so that's right. Alice, Anna. Yeah, Alice. Anna's help. Oh, I got confused there for a second. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, Alice wasn't at the train station to pick him up like she normally would be. When police arrived at the home, one cop had noticed, like, I guess walking through a half-empty bottle of chloroform on the kitchen table. What? But when he went back to look again, it was gone. Why did he leave it there? It was like they had just, like, walked past, and it was, like, one of those things where he just, like, looked over, and there was chloroform, but I guess they were, like, talking as they walked through the kitchen, and so when he came back to, like, investigate that, the bottle was gone. They also said Anna was acting really weird the entire time that they were there. She was the only one home, so her accounts were a strange car showed up mid-morning and Alice just got into it and that was the last she had ever been seen. So did she give a description of this strange car? It was black. That was it? Yep. Helpful. It was a black, it was a strange black car. 
As I believe most of them were in the 30s. Yeah, a lot of cars were black. Yep. We could also be thinking that because the shows were in black and white and you didn't really see the colors. I don't remember last time I was in the 30s. I wasn't paying that close <laughs> of attention. I'm pretty sure all I saw was black cars in the 30s. <laughs> I mean, that's all I saw. Yes. Anna said she really didn't think much of her employer, just in general. Quote, I am a woman of culture and nobility, and I believe that Mrs. Parson was a woman of inferior complex. She just didn't know how to run a house, so she was guided by my ideas at all times. Uh, okay, bitch. English was not her first language, correct? No, she was Russian. She was Russian. Okay, that that makes sense. How does that make sense? So we had said they're both looking at you with our, like, questioning eyes. Like, Can you repeat that statement, Shauna? <laughs> I am a woman of culture and nobility and believe that Mrs. Parson was a woman of inferior complex. She just didn't know how to run a house, and so she was guided by my ideas all of the times. Are we looking up inferior complex? Mm-hmm. Well, inferiority complex. Yeah. Yeah, that... But as a standalone statement, a person of inferior complex complex does not fit in that sentence. It doesn't make sense. Oh, he's on a grammar kick right now. It's not a grammar kick. It's English. Complex does not fit that sentence. That's all. That was his reasoning for. Well, I understood because I also thought that it was weird because an inferior complex wouldn't that be something that someone felt like about themselves? More or it less. would be like she said, an inferiority complex where they feel inferior. It's something, yes, that they have about yeah, themselves. Okay. But to describe someone else, it would make more. It doesn't make sense. It would. It would. She would just need to say that she was inferior to like her. Alice in, was just inferior, inferior to me. Yeah, or of inferior <laughs> style. Okay, or I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna roll my chair back away from this microphone right now because I did not realize we were in English class. I was just saying, I also thought that it was weird. That's what y'all took away from that, is the fact that she put the wrong word in that statement. I took a lot away from that, but that was one of the things that I like took away from that. literally pretty much calling her boss an idiot who can't run a household and needs her to function. I understand yeah, I got all that. that too, and yeah. I also got that she herself is a fucking moron because <laughs> she can't even speak the English that she's insulting these other people in. There you go. I'm with Bobby on this one. <laughs> I don't get hung up on words. So yeah, be there. She's got a superiority complex. Yes. So there were complexes that people <laughs> had. <laughs> no one found it strange. I swear that's why I love you. <laughs> you just like <laughs> it's complexes. Okay, we got complexes. No one found it strange that Anna was already referring to Alice in past tense. I mean, I find that strange. While you're worried about complexes, she's over here like she had. No, um, uh, when I said no one, I meant the cops. <laughs> no one found it strange she was already referring to Alice in past tense, the cops. The cops never found it strange. Okay. William was sure Alice had been kidnapped and had repeatedly asked the, the police to look for a ransom note. He's like, hey, okay, but wouldn't a ransom there's probably note? a ransom note. Can you find that ransom note? Because I'm pretty sure there's a ransom note. That's how I pictured that happening. Except a ransom note would probably be left out in the open. You would think so. 
while there, police... Yeah, like on some stairs or something. Yeah, or like a kitchen counter the... next to a bottle of fucking chloroform. Or you mean at the bottom of the stairs on a table with a flashlight? Yes. I thought it was found <laughs> on the steps. No, it was found at the bottom. It was found on, on the table, the table at the, bo- yeah, at the bottom yeah. of the oh, stairs. I don't know shit about shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave that in. We are <laughs> all on the else, same page. She'll be talking and then out of nowhere. I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> we we were all on the same page of John Bonet. But anyway, yeah. not a fucking clue. I'm sitting here like. <laughs> No, we do. <laughs> Is this like a clue situation? <laughs> <laughs> In so, the study with the candlestick? I don't fucking know. Exactly. So he's wants police to look for a five-page ransom note. It wasn't five pages, <laughs> but yes, he, he is steadily, you should find a ransom note. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, like he's insistent on there is going to be, be a ransom note. So did he write a ransom note and he's I don't upset know. nobody's I, found it yet? I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's I what it know. makes it sound like. Is like that's what it makes it sound like, yeah. Like he's real. I worked really hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> except, okay, so we'll get there, but except he didn't work really hard on that and Bobby's going to eat this ransom note alive because there is one, but hold on. We'll get there. Fucking bring it. So, Brilliant. while police were there, they had asked William if he was having an affair with Anna, and he just said no. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. It is. Yes, it is. No means no. You do not have to explain yourself. Nope. What he did tell them was that Alice had recently changed her will to Anna and her son Roy getting $40,000, and the rest of her money was going to go to William. That's well, why that I said their money was sense. separate. It was not the same thing. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe she really did like Anna. So I was like, no. About the time that all this was settling down, that is when the police found this ransom note that William was insistent was there. But what made it really weird was it was in a spot they had already checked twice. And it was in a weird spot. In the back of his Dodge. What? It was in the back of his Dodge. Like, who puts a ransom note in someone's car first off? I mean, okay, well, let's just, this is my scales at work here. Let's just say Anna's right, and there was the car that pulled up, and she got in it, and they were like, "Mm, I'll just throw the ransom note in the back seat of his car. Who is going, okay, first off, Anna never said that she saw anyone get out of the car. How the fuck are they getting the ransom note from their car to his car? Don't know. Why the fuck would they be like, mm, ransom note, uh, let me just throw this in a car. Okay, hold on, pause. <laughs> <laughs> if Alice is, Alice is the one dropping him off at the train station and she, like, she's using his car and she got taken, you know, on her way back from dropping him off and they like snatched her out of the car and then put their ransom note into his vehicle. But the way that Anna described the situation happening was that Alice went willingly. Yeah, but she doesn't know if she was under threat. I don't know. But still weird place and the fact that they had already It's definitely twice. odd that it just suddenly right. appears. So let's see let's hear what this ransom note says. Okay, Bobby, rip it apart. It read, 
Will Parson, I have your wife for $25,000 ransom. I calculate you could get that money in 24 hours. I have no place to keep her longer. Meet bus terminal in Jamaica, PM 9 o'clock. Bring money in box. My man will call you by name and you go with him. He will take you to your wife. But mind, if any cop aboard, you'll pay for it, and she will never speak again. That is surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly understandable. I really did not expect that, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. To it also there. looked like a five-year-old child wrote it. Okay, so somebody probably using their non-dominant hand, because that's... Like, the letters were big and small, and it looked like fucking chicken scratch, and there was yeah. no periods anywhere Cause people, to be found. Because people do that. They use their non-dominant hand to write, so you can't match their handwriting. So they probably... And it does look... If you've ever done it, it does look like you're writing like a kid who's just learning to write. Like, this ransom note was all over the place, and it was written slightly crooked on the paper, and it took me a minute to decipher what the fuck it but said. So he want the this... They only want $25,000. Okay, well, back then, is that's a lot. Yes, it was. So, first of all, um, there's only one in Jamaica, so no need to be more specific there. Uh, but honestly, that's minus the lack of punctuation. It actually makes a lot of fucking sense. Like I was able to follow along with all of that. I, basically I just saying, think that it was written weird. I mean, all he, all he's really saying is you're going to give me $25,000. You got 24 hours to do it or I'm going to fucking off your wife. Um, because I got nowhere to keep her after that. Like I, I got shit to do. But how is he going to get from Long Island to Jamaica to give somebody $25,000 in 24 hours? Aeroplane? <laughs> I don't think that they... Like, that was my question, too. Like, you expect him to get this money and then get on a plane and meet you in Jamaica with this money, and it has to be in a box, and the dude has to... Call you by your... I, that's the part that confused me. It basically, they're like, my dude will be like, hey, William. Yeah, you'll know it's my guy because he'll address you by name. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's still... It's definitely odd. I, you know, it it comes off like it was written quickly and Yeah, in like shorthand. it wasn't planned. No, like they're... Well, yeah, they were just somebody like... Fuck, we need a ransom note. Let's just throw something together. Yeah, uh, Jamaica like, sounds good. 24 hours sounds good. I told them there was going to be a ransom note. You didn't write a ransom note? I didn't write a ransom note. Well, shit. Someone needs to write a goddamn ransom note. Well, how are we going to get in the house? It's full of cops. I don't know. Fuck it. Leave it in the damn car. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I found that ransom note. I told you that there was probably going to be one of. And here <laughs> it is. In the car. <laughs> Did you, you see that? Did you already look? <laughs> Actually, that is I exactly don't. how I pictured it, but I feel like the Russian wrote the ransom <laughs> note at the same time. Maybe. I uh, Maybe her son did it. That's That was also my thought, because when they moved in in 1931, he was five. So six years later, he would have been 11, and it looked like a kid wrote it. So I don't know. Still going, with, still going with they use their non-dominant hand. Anywho, 
Because it was now classified as a kidnapping case, it became a federal crime. So the FBI joined the investigation alongside local county and state police. But there were there was like literal little cooperation between the agencies. So like one of them knew something that this one didn't and they weren't really talking to each other about that, it. That that's, was common that's, at that point. It's still common. Well now they got like databases yeah, and shit. Yeah, but it's still common for them to not cooperate with each other because not to exchange information because they want to be the first to crack the case. Yes. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> yes it is. At some point, someone from one of the departments had leaked the ransom note, ruining their plans to do, like, an actual, like, secret meeting where, uh, it, like, a police officer, an investigator was the one meeting for Alice. So that they just couldn't do that. Okay, so they thought that this dude wouldn't know that it was a cop and not William? I don't think that the ransom note even was real. I'm just saying, if it was real, that's a bad plan to me, to send someone not that's not William. I don't know, but whatever secret plan they had, it was fucked up, because the ransom note was leaked to the Daily News. Sure, that person got some money. This also made all communications between everybody stop, like, completely. Like, no one was talking to anybody. The kidnappers, air quotes, the cops and the FBI and all that, they all stop fucking talking to one another. Completely. I mean, that's good when you only have 24 hours. I, I don't think that they abided by the 24 hour mark because they're still doing like deep searches of this fucking house. I'd assumed that this is like a days long yeah, situation. They... Soon new developments came though. FBI searched the Parson property again and found used a used condom in a cesspool on the property. Uh, excuse me, what? This raised red <laughs> flags because why would William need condoms if his wife couldn't get pregnant? This is the 30s. Like, the only, uh, that was the only use for them back then was to prevent pregnancy. Well, isn't that the only use for them now? No, no. they help no. prevent STDs. STDs. And oh, double well, as water no, balloons. Like, right. Sorry. <laughs> I don't Back know shit then, about shit, that so. wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> they also waterproof your phone. <laughs> they can also waterproof your phone. Uh, you could also cook in them. Oh, cook in a condom? Yes. It's I a new what? thing. That's, Hold on. It's a new thing. That like I've wearing s- it while cooking? No. <laughs> no. Like you put the like food in, in it. Like just in case some wall splatters, it's not going to hit me Bobby there. Bobby could have already <laughs> been doing that. <laughs> No! <laughs> I'm so confused. It's not it's like that was ever illegal. <laughs> <laughs> that was like not where my mind went. Like, I, you know, it was like, oh, you're putting food in them? Fucking gross. But like, oh, to just. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> just me. I'm cooking wearing nothing but a condom. <laughs> like, that didn't. Occur to me, but it, that it is also you possible. From splattering oil. <laughs> I don't think like, that would give you much protection. <laughs> it would be the only thing it would protect against. I don't know. Oh, Sean is over here, like, what? Did you think it was illegal? <laughs> like, like dying. I don't know. I just 
doubt anyone thought of that. My mind went with Samantha, like, why would you fucking do that? That's disgusting. Okay, so we we took a second, and they showed me videos. Uh, apparently, you can cook with condoms, not wearing them, but, like, as a utensil or vessel. <laughs> it was disgusting. Like, forget your Pyrex and go get some Durex. <laughs> I mean, that's what they used in the video, was Durex condom. To make hard-boiled eggs. You know what? If you want dick-shaped hard-boiled eggs, go for it. (laughs) So, they found the condom. It raised suspicions. William and Alice didn't need those. That's where we're at. They also came across similar types of, like, similar papers that the ransom note was written on in Roy's room. Okay, the The little boy. Yeah. Yeah, the kid. Which... Only means that they took the paper took from the his room. Paper from his room. July eleventh, FBI brought William and Anna in to question them separately. They took Anna in one room, which she wouldn't talk, like at all. She wouldn't say shit. Later, saying they tried all the methods that you read in dime novels. So I don't. What what a dime novel is like one of like a oh you mean that the police tried like all the ways that let me rephrase this she would later say they tried to use all the methods that you would read in dime novels to get her to talk to get her to talk I'm assuming dime novels are just novels that cost a dime yes yeah they're like the old school like mystery right and romance and stuff of course it's not gonna work she's from russia during the soviet union proper like ussr crazy shit they gave no fucks over there yeah i I mean mean, she did escape that that was intense not only that it's like we can't even compete with their ability to like withstand weather and all that shit yeah i've heard in russia you don't eat bear bear eats you (laughs) <laughs> Doesn't that happen everywhere? No, it's like the running joke for Russia that I've always heard is it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. It happens to you in Russia. You don't drink vodka in Russia. Russia, you know, vodka drinks you. You know, like I mean, the family guy thing. Yeah. I just, your example though, I mean, a bear would definitely eat me. <laughs> well, of course a bear's going to eat you. You don't. You don't shoot deer in Russia. In Russia, deer shoot you. <laughs> Better. <laughs> I'd be impressed if a deer shot you. <laughs> don't go to Russia. <laughs> I've heard that happens there. Okay. <laughs> do we have any people that listen to us in Russia? I'm pretty I, sure we do. We might. <laughs> and they sure will be proud do. to announce that their deer are marksmen of the highest order. (laughs) Okay. William, on the other hand, spilled some beans. He said little things. Not all the things, but some of them. Like telling on himself and what was going on. Right. He did so when investigators hinted that they found Alice's body in the Long Island Sound. All right. So they're lying to him to try to get him to confess. Right. Okay. He was quoted saying in this interview, 
I have nothing to live for. Can I say to you that I killed my wife, that I chloroformed her? I double-checked that, and I would have taken that as a full-blown confession that he had killed his wife, but I don't know why they didn't. I think it's weird that he's asking them yeah, it in was, a question of, like, yeah. can I tell you these things? Like, can I tell you these things in confidence, or, like, can I just... Right, I yeah. don't know. I don't that's think a that's. Weird I mean, way of it's obviously incredibly suspicious, but that's not necessarily confession. It's it the way that it sounds to me is almost like, will that put an end to this? Can I tell you that, and you'll leave me the fuck alone? The, yeah. Kinda. Well, the way I took it is like he's saying he has n- absolutely nothing to live for. So, can I just tell you I did it? So right. This uh, can that make sense? Okay. I got it. He went on to tell them that after Alice found out that she couldn't have children, she stopped having sex with him completely, which was a thing back then. Quote, my wife was not inclined towards those things. In fact, it was repulsive to her. Right. She was barren. So what's the point? Right. I mean, we learned that in Ed Gein, like that was the belief system of we have sex to make babies. Right. Right. That's when he confessed to having an affair with Anna, which then he would say he was oversexed. Like, she was... Oh, she was too much. Oh, she was too much for him to handle. Yes. In Russia, you don't have sex. Sex has you. Has you. you. Has you. Okay. (laughs) After they began sleeping together, Anna started demanding money. That is when William convinced Alice to change her will. Oh, that was his doing, not her doing. He also said that he was the one that bought the chloroform. He went on to repeat his testimony again in sworn statement. What William didn't mention, though, was that Alice was murdered. So, they thought that if they put William and Anna in a room together, alone with a hidden microphone, that they might just start talking to one another. Right. What was said in that room was all by Anna, and it was, quote, there was no chloroform. There was no chloroform of any kind. They don't have it. I destroyed the bottle. Why did you tell them those things? She's not murdered. She's alive. Leave it to me. You are not going to any jail. We are not murderers until murder is proved. I mean, she's not wrong. That sounds a lot like shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm taking care of this and you're fucking it up. And until they can prove otherwise, she is alive. So yeah, fucking shut it. Pretty much. Yeah. Without a confession or evidence, they had to let them go. Like, they really didn't want to, but they had to. Two days later, William took back his statement with Anna reading over his shoulder. He signed a new statement denying everything. Now the FBI was out of ideas. They had basically nothing. So September 18th, 1937, William went to the press saying he was sure Alice was dead at this point and was asking the kidnappers to just tell them where the body was so that he could give her a proper burial like he doesn't know. During that interview, he also announced he was leaving for California, which is odd. Why tell the press that? 
Two months later, Anna and Roy moved in with William. They moved to California also. That's not suspicious. Right. At the same time, the FBI agency dropped out of the investigation completely. They just threw it back at the local law enforcement due to embarrassment that they couldn't solve it. I mean, they had it pretty much solved. Yeah. They just had no evidence to prove it. That's pretty much the whole no body, no crime. Yeah. Shout out to Small Town Murder. Uh, Suffolk County? Suffolk County? You had it right. Suffolk County. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Didn't want the case either, so they literally just dropped it. Like, the ca- they're, they're not even pursuing it. They stopped pursuing it completely. Like, case never existed. Burn all the evidence. This shit's hard. Fuck this case. Yeah, pretty much. That's what they did. Yeah, they're like, that's uh, insane. In 1940, William married Anna, even though Alice wouldn't be, like, pronounced legally dead until six years after the fact. So that basically made their marriage null and void. Yeah, they weren't technically married. Yeah, they weren't, like, they couldn't legally get married if Alice was still alive. Right. I'd be scared to marry someone that I thought, or they I'd were be scared. In on it. I'd be scared to marry someone that helped me plan the murder of my current spouse because all I'd be thinking in my head is when you meet somebody else, you're gonna try to kill me. Not that I plan on murdering anyone. <laughs> he with anyone also else. right. Well, <sighs> if you're gonna do it, do it alone. People talk. Or just don't. Yeah. Well, how about that one? <laughs> You know, we choose is an option. Don't do it. I was just giving her the better of the two options if she's gonna do it. I'm not doing it. He also renounced any claim to Alice's estate, so he didn't want it. Weird. William and Anna lived happily ever after until they died, but that left Alice's body or what happened to her completely a secret, and it's never been found or looked into further, or anything like that. So all this time, they just got to live their happy ever after, and yep, not a single ounce of that information came out? Wow. That's impressive, honestly. It is. Yeah. And it's extra weird that he took none of her money. I don't think that's strange at all. I think he didn't want it to make him look even worse. Well, yeah, it's separation. He's... No, I get that, but most people kill for the money part. I'm sure she did. Yeah, and that's probably all they needed. Yeah. True. Plus, he had his own money from the farm. I don't know. All it's right. sad, though. It that is really sad. strange. All right. Well, if you enjoyed today's episode, let us know. Share it with your friends, your family, coworkers, whoever. Leave us five stars. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And uh, look out for the new podcast, this podcast, uh, after the first of the year, Unsolved Mayhem. And uh, does anyone have any final thoughts? No? No? No. No? Well, make sure uh, you keep an eye on Speaking of Missing Persons. That's where the... Uh, next one is going to be coming out, the next teaser episode. It'll be on Speaking of Missing Persons. So, yeah, we'll see y'all back next week. Bye. 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 Bye.